The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Let us know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Alex oh. is eating. <laughs> Alex, Sorry. Well, if you're eating, don't put sour snakes on the table if you don't want me to eat. Hello, welcome to the Real Pod. My name's Jamie Duncan. What? Well, you can't be like zoned out and have your face like that when I'm <laughs> trying to kick off the podcast. Well, I can. No, I hate it. <laughs> that's just that's my face. <laughs> Welcome along to what our about podcast. me? You're good. You're golden. <laughs> Always the golden child. She is my favourite child. <laughs> Mostly because she turns up every week. Never rushes off to a meeting. Sauce. Mm. Anyway, um, welcome along to the Real Pod. Your reality recap podcast, reality TV recap, even. Recap. Sorry, I've got chalky in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a chocolate coat in my mouth. We're, uh, have, we're in Willy Wonka's factory today. We are. We are because of Tahir Butler. Tahir oh, Butler. Amazing. Producer of Showing Shine out. It's a, it's, it's a COVID safe grazing platter in that there's, uh, there's a variety of offerings, but all individually housed in bowls so mm. that um, cross, cross contamination is it's mitigated. Not a COVID I did safe touch grazing, yeah. seven. Snakes yeah. while going yum yum just before. <laughs> the yum yum was yeah. yeah, but he tried and we fucked it up. Is what I'm saying. Tiahe did the good thing. We, we did, did the bad, bad thing. thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that how goes this... for everything. <laughs> no. That goes for everything. <laughs> My name is Jane. I'm joined by Alex Casey, Duncan Grieve. This is the real pod, and you can find us on Discord. Haven't said that for a while. Mm. <gasps> Look at our show notes to get there. Have a chat about reality TV. Also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Groups forward slash real pod corner. And you can find us on TikTok. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, we're on the TikTok, aren't we? Sort of. I think saying the TikTok is like immediately, let's get off the I know. TikTok. I know. It's ironic. It's ironic. <laughs> it? That's why I know it. Yeah, it's like how my mum calls her iPad her pad. <laughs> it's good to know that we've started the process of ending that platform, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I saw data that said Facebook it was down to 32% penetration with US teens. And TikToks are like sixty nine percent, and very, and you know, a high percentage user almost constantly. But now we're there. Yeah, we just ruined it. Boom. Yeah, mm. we've really opened up an opportunity for almost anything else to take over. <laughs> uh, the spinoff is on TikTok. What's our name? What's our handle? Just look up the spinoff. It'll be there, right? I got no idea. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on the TikTok. Well, unfortunately, I can't look it up on my phone because we're recording content. Mm. For TikTok, for the TikTok, as we speak, it's amazing Christ. what we're doing. <laughs> this is exactly how the kids do it, isn't it? Oh do man, this is oh, just sorry. I'm so really so scared of the ever-changing world. Look, I think we just need to be real. It is the real pot after all, and I need to admit that I real potted something bad with Simon Bridges. What did you do? Okay, it wasn't that bad. And also, he's the... such a daggy dude. Like, yeah, you can't really. Yeah, be fine. Okay, so I was uh, sometimes Simon Bridges comes in here and uses our studio, right? And uh, no he, one invited him; he just shows <laughs> up, and, 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 and we're like, "You were almost prime minister, so I guess this is fine." <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I was sitting out on one of those reclining sofas out there doing some work, as is my want. And he uh, he walked past and he was briskly wandering out. He's like, "All right, thanks for that. See you later," and gave me a wave. And I reached out to high five, wow. not realizing right it was a wave. Wow. He did you, did so, you connect? N- no, but got close enough that it was obvious I wasn't waving. Uh, far enough away. Stiff but hand. May- maybe, you Stiff were, hand. maybe that's how you wave. It's like, <laughs> you know? Well, I hope that's what he thinks. 
Uh, that's otherwise... terrible that that's the good scenario. Because yeah. he thinks that that's, that's a waving you style. Have to, and now every time you see him, <laughs> that's me. That's how, Hi, Simon. You have <laughs> to wave any, like any that. time that I might Stiff be hand. on camera, CCTV, waving at someone, any time. You it's just pretty got, much have to adopt that now. Yeah. 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 So that was embarrassing. I did see you in the media, uh, like, the seconds after this <laughs> happened, and you were absolutely bereft. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Stuart Soman Lund had a good interaction with, with Cybri, walked past him and said, loving your work on The Masked Singer. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow, <laughs> in a cheeky kind of a way. Well, in the voice of uh, the Pack and Save guy, you just did. Which is interesting, yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you, Alex Casey. Why are you practically sitting on the floor right now? Yeah, oh, I like to just lower my chair down. Yes, I like to so stay grounded. <laughs> Am I like really obviously low? Yeah, you're like a head shorter than me. <laughs> if I wasn't using my phone to record content right now, I'd take a photo to show you yeah. the height difference between the Given your well-known resemblance to a 12-year-old version <laughs> of yourself, this is not helping. Well, it'll be captured on, on TikTok the moment I lowered my chair down. Have you changed your framing? No. Oh, God. Now you're going to be all Get headroom. that headroom going. You can put some, I'll go, ooh, and they'll go, here's some advice. Yeah. You know? Here, whatever it says up here, I'm going to do in 2022. Life be like. I also need to fill you in on my hair because, as you know. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I Give us some hair story. You know, I've had this, like, this fraught relationship with my hairdresser. It's really expensive, and I was going to break up with her, but then... I couldn't because I I left it too long and then come Christmas time, Christmas parties, all that kind of stuff, I hadn't sorted myself out, so I just went back to what I knew, paid through the nose and got my hair done pre-Christmas. Fine. Great. It's now August the following year. Hadn't had a haircut. Went to book in. Couldn't get her. Right? Oh. And they were like, no openings. Uh, and I was like, that's fine. Let me know if there's a cancellation. I'll go elsewhere. Couldn't be bothered going elsewhere, got to the point where it's just I basically should have taken the original booking but I didn't so I went back to them and it was just a state of desperation, it was like any cancellations or is there someone else I can see and they put me in with someone else who, amazing hairdresser gave me the Rachel <laughs> this is my first haircut in I don't know, well, how many, eight, nine months is the Rachel bad? I think, I think the Rachel is Okay, here's the thing. When he did it, it looked like a cool, shaggy, like, on-trend cut. The moment I got in the car, Pop. there was some sort of breeze that passed through as I closed the car door. The Rachel. I don't think it's actually the Rachel. I think it's shaggy and cool. Because you've got such a, you know, the blunt much, front fringe. Yeah, I'd much prefer it to be the Rachel for our <laughs> comedic purposes, but oh, I think it might be good. Thank you. That's a genuine statement because yeah. I know how much you really badly want me to be embarrassed here. Yeah, well, because it's the real that. part. Aww. So did you, you didn't tell him? Of course I didn't. Well, it looked good when the I Rachel. left. That's, that's I asked I for get the other day, but it doesn't work. What hair do you have from Friends? Uh, probably, the r- probably the Chandler. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the Ross. It's not the Ross. I was going to say the Ross. No, I have been told I look exactly like Ross a lot in my That life. was an amazing <laughs> moment right there on this podcast. The, wow. The, the Mr. Bean and Ross are the two celebrities I've most been compared to. So, um, and they're both really cool and popular. Yeah, yeah. very famous, beloved by around the world. I mean, there's a, a Mr. Bean mural just down the road from us, as well as a huge painting in the well, beer spot across the road. I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about Mark Singer. I have but one line. It is in bold, and it is Shaggy Sheepdog is <laughs> Mikey Havoc, as we live and breathe. Oh. My God. <laughs> Not Jason Gunn. This is the moment that this show is about, right? 100%. Never once did I consider that Mike Havoc would be I thought on I'd the never, show I at thought, all. I've been thinking about him recently. I just assumed I would never lay my naked <laughs> eyes on that man <laughs> again because it just didn't seem like it was the thing that I could have. What, I, what kind of... Who? What? Knighthood... <laughs> Damehood for who the made the casting choice. Absolutely. Not just the choice, but managing to convince him. The audacity. Oh, so brazen. Is he busy? It doesn't matter if someone's <laughs> busy. This is what I need to tell you. Just People don't necessarily just go on shows uh, or not go on shows because they're busy. You know, sometimes there's some sort of, 
I don't know, personal profile price and stuff at stake, you know? I mean, what is he up to full stop? What is he up to? I don't know, but does that make him... Is he on the rock still? I don't know. Was he on the rock? He might need the the money. Let's be real. Like, I feel like there there is a genre of profile that is go and find Mikey Havoc and just write about what he's up to. I think Braunius did it once. There's been someone else's... Like, basically, it's good. He just gives you incredible material every time. Mm. And they basically did the reality TV version of it just by putting him in there. Including the amazing reveal during the clue package thing that he had 400 masks. Did you see that? What? what? Yeah, I missed that too. I missed that too. When when he was doing his final performance, when he was unmasked and it was going like demystifying some of the clues and what they meant, there was something about masks in his clue package and they were like, this is because Mikey Havoc famously has 400 masks. I mean, that's terrifying. I just don't think you should be giving that amazing story tip away on the podcast. Stuart's really on it. Okay, great. Great. Uh, he's fast, Stuart, too. He is. He is. So don't, don't even bother trying. Don't even, fast. don't even bother trying. Don't even bother trying. for us. Okay. But the most embarrassing thing for me, obviously insisted the entire time that it was Jason Gunn, when we watched the very first episode at my home, the first thing Joe said during the first note is, there's Mikey Havoc. <laughs> I went, shut up, that's Jason Gunn. He's a savant. He's a golden ear. Okay, I mean, I was going to say get him on the judging panel or the guessing panel, but, well. He'll be so funny on the judging panel. It would be pointless. (laughs) He'd just get them all and that'd be out. He would have his, like, sort of sardonic (laughs) posture. It would be good to go with all the sort of radio person (laughs) energy, just to have... I mean, I, I... I do like the guest David tour for everything approach. That, that was, was funny. Was really yeah. excellent. <laughs> I feel like it also speaks to the fact that person hasn't seen any of. He doesn't know, know what the show is. Doesn't know what the show and is. Proudly, hasn't, hasn't seen any of the prior performances because they just happened in the last few days. They haven't actually been playing out on TV in real time. Um, so what, what's he supposed to do? You know, just guest David tour or, or Helen tour. <laughs> Those are the two celebrities. <laughs> I'm so rocked by this revelation. It was so good. It was so nice to have a complete surprise, especially when you were convinced it was someone else entirely. Um, Honestly, good job, as Duncan says. So much so that I can't remember really what happened on the rest of the show. I know Bedazzled Unicorn sang, and I I have no clue who this is. No. I mean, this season is so much better than last time, right, for mystery, shock, and intrigue. I feel like we had them all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Quite early on. Yeah. Tales of Unicorn, no idea. But Penguin? No, you haven't seen, you wouldn't have seen Penguin yet. No, no, but I have seen a bit of the show now, so you know, credit to me <laughs> doing my actual job. The the fact that I feel like Anika does know who it is, and I think we could figure it out by looking at people she's toured with. On uh, the she was wrong on Gun, you know? She yeah. thought it, and she's performed with Mikey Havoc. He, he said as much. Yeah, but... Who hasn't? What, what like, <laughs> is in, like, Push Push era I don't Mikey know. Havoc? I don't know. They had banter, and he was like, you know, we've toured together. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I think it might have been humouring him. But was it maybe like a Christmas in the Park run or something? Yeah, like a charity single. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Anyway, look, just uh, just no – like, I feel like Bedazzled Unicorn may be my this year's Pavlova. You think you're going to get it in the last breath? Is that what you mean? I mean, I just – Pavlova – Drove me to insanity. A, I was a riddle up. wrapped inside an enigma. Uh, totally. Yeah, I was up till all hours of the morning, trying googling, Wikipediaing, looking at cast lists. Wow. New Zealand musicians, all sorts. Um, mm. With with Pavlova. I also just feel like opening up havoc, like reaching into the bowels of history and yanking him out. It just feels like the thing is, there's just a lot more scope now. Mm. Like it, it, there's just there's just something like special about that that uh, seeing that he's opened the floodgates. I feel for next season for some people who might have been like too cool for this uh, might be going well. Push push. Someone who might have been on television in Someone the early two thousands involved in the New Zealand music industry <laughs> circa early mid two thousands. Iconic appearance on a music video. Who's to say <laughs> that sitting before you is not one bedazzled unicorn? 
Hmm? How would you feel if Duncan described your appearance as somebody reaching into the bowels of history <laughs> to, to pull you out? I'd be entirely unsurprised. Yeah. <laughs> entirely unsurprised. Love a bowel. <laughs> Get your hand down there. <laughs> Once again, I just say this season, maybe I'm on the show. You just don't know, do you? I I've never heard know. you rap. I've never heard you rap before. And I feel like taller than all. Yeah, but those, those, mu- oh, I said too much. I've said too much already. Bedazzle Unicorn is sporty. It, it oh, also, excuse me. What are you trying to say? I did see you run to get a mandarin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only time you've I'm just not a show off, you know. I keep, right. things, I keep, keep my achievements well, to myself. I think if we stick around long enough, Jane's going to be on a reality TV show. That's my prediction. Well, my prediction is maybe I'm going to be unmasked real soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it to you. I'm overdoing it now, aren't I? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but that's sort of your vibe. Right. Anyway, should we, uh, is there, have you guys got any stories aside from uh, Masked Singer? And, oh, so what else? Oh, from life. Who else sang? Um, alligator. Drew Nemia. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what the song was. Um, Playing Mantis. Watermelon Sugar. Paul Ego. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the the clue about um, Cheeky Charlie's, that's the four square guy. Ah. And now you're more likely to find me in his sister's shop, which is uh, obviously the other foodstuffs franchise. Mm. Uh, I could save. Wow. Also, William James is my idol. So oh, yeah. down there. <laughs> Billy T. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, but no, next week, next week we're going to have... The Blue Penguin, where I'll be very interested to hear your thoughts and the Magic Monster. So many mysteries oh, still. Why? Are you interested in my thoughts? And I've never once known who anyone was until I've taken off. I don't know because you're just coming in cold. Like, <laughs> yeah, be- you might be with Fresh Air. See, we're tainted by by the knowledge of clues and songs that we've heard. Yeah, I am coming in with very fresh. Air. I, I have this feeling like I could have picked Guy Williams. Just because he's a big yeah. bellower. But, I mean, didn't every person on earth. Well, that's what I mean. It's like I'm trying to imagine a single. Thing I could have got cotton right, <laughs> and you should understand that that's not my thing is knowing who people are on the Mass Singer. Okay, <laughs> we'll move on from the Mass Singer and get into the block shortly. But I just I do have to say I realised that I, I made the top of the show all about me and my Simon Bridges and my Rachel Hedo, and I, I didn't really scan the room for oh, interesting stories. Of your I loved it. I know, but what have you guys been up to? We went to the Voyages. I wore a tuxedo. First you did wear a tuxedo, mm. and then you ended up wearing suspenders on stage, accepting an award. I did. It Not wasn't for you. For you. No, but I don't think they minded that I... It was prearranged right. that Duncan would go up and accept <laughs> Dylan Cleaver's award. It wasn't a... <laughs> you didn't bum rush the stage. It's sort of plausible <laughs> that I would just take it upon myself. <laughs> I did get a photo of you on stage, on the telly, so... Give it five or six years, and people would have forgotten, and it, it all it will be mm. is you standing there with this beautiful plaque accepting an award, and no one's going to know that it wasn't yours. So well, I'll hold on to that for you. There's also a photo of me that it was Dylan Cleaver uh, for the bounce. Very good newsletter, which you should sub- subscribe to, dylancleaver.substack.com. Uh, and he put a picture of me holding it, and I'm like, I look so stoked in that. Like, <laughs> yeah. no you look like is, the person who won yeah, that. Like more, more so than I ever have with any of the many awards that I have won. But you, I did, I have to say, there was a moment we were sitting on the couch no. and we were like, oh, is this, is this a fold episode about to happen? Yeah. There was a little bit, it yeah. started to get a little yeah. bit foldy, but yeah. you, you reined it back and I was so proud of you. Well, I just really wanted to um, promote... Dylan's newsletter to like you know six hundred people there. If we could have got a hundred of them to sub, you know, that's meaningful to him. Yeah. I wanna, I'm rooting for that man. Okay, my big story from the voyages: Sam Hayes touched my arm and said, "Hi, Alex." Wow. I know. That, she knew, I know. She that wasn't just like she wasn't reaching past to some other Alex. Different Alex. Wow. Amazing. Just, twas how, I. How does she know you? She was maybe the biggest she, celebrity there. Maybe Tova. Yeah, Tova. I do, I do get a starstruck. Michael Mora. You Michael know, like, Mora, yeah. oh. He radiates. He Te- radiates in the room. Mick Roberts was there, your Teredo. Sonia Gray was wearing about $30,000 worth of diamonds. I can't deal with how amazing she looked. She looked incredible. Did you watch the whole thing? Yes. Damn. I did. What did you What did you think? I stopped for dinner and everything in the dinner break. <laughs> hey, what did you think of the big podcast win that won? Was it us or it wasn't us? Um, which was unsurprising given we were not even finalists, so that that didn't that didn't take me by surprise yeah. entirely. Um, oh, I've got thoughts, you know, <laughs> I've got thoughts about things, and it's nothing to do with the quality of 
supplementary question. It's nothing to do with the quality of the podcast. It's just about the criteria for what makes something the winning podcast. You think that episodic should require more than two episodes? Three. 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 Oh, Give well, credit where it's due. Fine. Three episodes released in an entire year. Um, I don't know. That's what, the, the, the podcast itself? Great. Just not much of it for a whole an award that's for a whole year. Anyway, we, we just want a, we just want an award. We just want an award. Mike Puru's McChicken will romp home next year. Don't that's worry. Uh, we need to do a follow up. Be outside the yeah. outside the time criteria, no, isn't it? No, because it's from earlier this year, wasn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. Look, I'm disillusioned. Anyway, back to the blog. Yeah, <laughs> let's go back to the blog. They don't cheat me out. They don't cheat me out. Wait, can I just say, by the way, both of you finalists. So, Thank I you. was a very very proud. Big mum at home. That's very nice. Big Thank you, Jane. Um, Neither of you won, sadly. No. Um, but there's always 2023. 20, and 24 and 25 and so on, all the numbers. God, I can't believe we get into that sort of numbers. Eh? Yeah, they're big, big old 20, numbers. 2025. Can I tell you something else? We are but a week away from September. Well, it's, it's My already birthday's spring. on the weekend. Is it? Yeah. Is it this coming weekend? You just August dropped that in. August 28. August 28. What are we doing? Is that a Sunday? August, yeah. What, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Because I haven't got, you know, um, is it I haven't received a party. Um, invite I'm going yet. to see Noel McCarty <laughs> in the Writers' Festival. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm going to Butterfly Creek. <laughs> You're going to Butterfly Creek? <laughs> I get to have the best time. That's a great I know. Time. What? time should we be there, though? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> have we not been friends? Best whenever you want to turn up. Whenever we want to turn up. Just, okay, cool. <laughs> turn up. Oh, are you, are you, are you getting a fancy Jane Yee cake this oh, year then? Well, I was in lock. It was my 30th last year. I'm not expecting that again. Good, Are you doing good, that again? Not, no, well, I'm not now. They haven't invited me to Bloody Butterfly Creek. Oh, I made it very clear you're uninvited. <laughs> Speaking of not being invited, should I out them? Who? Well, no, 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 absolutely not. Okay, I think it's a technical error. <laughs> well, and even if it's not, we want to be invited to everything. That's true. Okay, if you're listening and you have a thing, invite us to it. Invite us to it, especially if you're Colin Mathura Jeffrey and it's your long promised second fiftieth birthday bash. After you promised to invite us that, to your fiftieth birthday bash and then didn't invite us, had a big party. And then said, don't worry, I'm inviting you to the second one and I'm still waiting. But basically, if you've got a thing and there are going to be celebrities of any grade, even Z, we would come and watch and then talk about it on our pod. Mm. Plausibly. Not mm. every time. We'd, really, we'd love to be invited. It's not a threat. It sounds like a threat, but it's not. It's, it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Okay. The block. The block. The block week six. Good week. <laughs> Did you think? Oh, poetry slam. COVID. Oh, <clears throat> hardly. Hardly COVID. I mean, a lot Ka- of... Karen from Accounts. Karen, Karen from Accounts, accounts is iconic. So good. Karen from Accounts is the top thing I've written. Karen from Accounts is a gem. That is my number one statement and all I really care about this week on the block. She was amazing. Incredible. She is Incredible so woman. Good. She has Hope. paid my invoices before. Wow. Oh, very, she's, that real. Very, she's real. And she's, it's, it's, it's there was no just bullshit. one moment she broke character at the end there uh, when, when she smiled, which um, I thought they should have quickly cut before she gave a smile. But I love that. <laughs> yeah, old stone face. They, they need, whoever came up with that motif, very good. Mm. I wonder, is it? Possibly the same person. I was just thinking that. Who did Mikey Havoc? 
Or is that same production it's possible, yes. Yeah, and, and if so, they win the Supreme Voyager Award next year. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's Master Bedroom and En Suite Week. We, we came back... Didn't we start with the winner of Lounge Week? I'm getting a bit sick of this hanging out oh, cliffhangery. Totally. Mm. I think, you know how there's that Consumer Guarantees Act law, law type thing where you can't, things can't be on special too much, otherwise that's yeah. the real price? Yeah. I don't think you can have, like it should be no more than one in four weeks that you do the hangover yeah. with, the, with the end of the judging. This is because the third it, one. Because it's illegal. Because we're not on the high seas. No, no. We're on Frickin' the driest land. That is a hark back or forward, depending on which order you listen to the podcast, to our Below Deck Down Under recap podcast, by the way, which is also featured in the same feed. It's not too late to get on board. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> but the state of uh, on-demand television, you can you can watch whenever. On-demand podcast, listen whenever. You That's know? true. This is the fold. Numbers might come back. Aww. Aww. <laughs> We're a Tell your flatties <laughs> about us. Them all. TikTok them. No. Don't TikTok them. Don't no. TikTok them. Facebook message them. Tag just them in a Facebook get, post. Just take their phone and subscribe yeah. and yeah. start playing it. Yeah. Have parties. Listening parties. You on know? the block. What happened on the block? <laughs> I liked it when Ben was dressed as Luigi mm. and constantly being real serious, seemingly unaware that he was dressed as Luigi. <laughs> He's like, that's horse shit. Yeah. Was he dressed as Luigi when the COVID information yes. came out? Yes. Yeah. So I love that addition. I also love the kind of, you could see production scrabbling, you know, the exec producer had to come yeah. on Sorry, camera. Do you realise what you just said? What? Production was scrabbling. Mm. See how much you the scrabble scrambling. universe... Scrambling. Has, mm. Oh my God. Yeah. How many, how many letters? Maybe scrabbling. <laughs> maybe it's scrabbling. like it's sort of there's a bag of letters, they're all mixed up. They were all trying to. <laughs> COVID's not even a, a scrabble joke. word. Is it not? <laughs> no, nah, it's not. Not this year, but not maybe this year. Yeah, but New Zealand won't subscribe because we are. Uh, uh, there's politics. The po- there's the politics. politics to do with the scrabble dictionary. Oh, yeah, oh do you want God. a scrabble Good podcast? I feel that. like a scrabble podcast would be. I'd love to do a scrabble podcast. Probably not huge, but it would be something. But it might. It might introduce us 20 to people in Mount Albert that would yeah, listen. Yeah, the yeah. 60 pluses. Would they? Yeah. I don't know if they've got phones. We'd have to sort it out for them, but I reckon, yeah. Yeah. Um, what they actually- might do is all get together and listen to it on like one stream, 20 people. I this- what, what they definitely do will do is they will email me as the, the head of podcasts on the spin-off page and say, I can't quite figure out how to get the Spotify going. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So we will have to, yeah, yeah. you'll have to actually have a, a tutorial lesson so at the beginning of the, the next tourney. I can do that. Carry on, Duncan. So we're on the block. So we'll talk about Ben and Chloe first. Sure. They won four in a row. That's that's where it all started. Yeah. With a Harvey. But I still think that counts, especially with the uh, the one-off. Um, 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 um. It's harder than it looks as a night to drive the podcast. Yeah, I can't do it. I, do it. I never have. No, I do it on my own mind. <laughs> yeah, you do it right on your own mind. How come you don't have a podcast? Don't look, we're having a meeting after Are us. You we're having a meeting after us. Gonna... Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's fine. Then the Facebook group got real <laughs> <laughs> Then we fixed feminism. We didn't need it anymore. Well, that's true. Great. Well you. I like the look of Chloe's nice, fresh rolls. Yes. Yummy. Yeah, Delicious what, looking. Tell you what I'm not so keen on, and I, uh, I only really just noticed that this this week, is, and it might be because I'm coming from a place where I've just had a haircut. I think the girl needs a haircut. It's very oh. long, and I think oh. it's a work. I think oh. it's a work. Feminism's work. broken again. Fuck. On the rag, emergency episode. <laughs> oh, look, no. <laughs> cannot just... talk about another woman's split ends. That's Can feminism. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she she looks lovely. Just as she is, she perfect. Yeah, she's right. She's beautiful yeah. skin. Yeah. It's probably me projecting because I've just had my length cut off, and now I'm like looking at hers, going, "Oh, I want length back." And so I'm like, "You're jealous. I need to You're ma- I'm jealous. Out. I am. Yeah. Did you talk about the Rachel on this podcast? Yeah. Or was it the other? Oh, no, yeah. Okay. This one. So people one. have that Rachel. They have, ra- they have Rachel the vision got in the their context. minds. The <laughs> um, I think they're dressing up a bit too much. Like I think wearing those glasses into lighting direct was just unfair on lighting direct man. Like how's he? So, it's nervous enough. He's not on the telly all the time. He's got to do his bit, and then they come in with these silly glasses on, and that would really throw you if you were a civilian. You know, taking the piss out of a very serious situation. Yeah. <laughs> they actually kind of did. I feel like when they went to lighting direct, they kind of did take the piss out of the mid-century and modern, whatever it was, ranges that they're allowed to pick from. 
They're like, we've come to Lighting Direct. We have to, we're going to choose our lights. We won, you know, five grand's worth of lights um, from their mid-century and modern range. A lot of brass. <laughs> they said that before they walked in. That's funny. And I was like, are you pissed that you can't choose from other ranges? I mean, mm. given what bathroom week, oh, sorry, that ensuite hath mm. wrought, with everyone with the same goddamn mirror, sort it out. It can't just be that, like, like, you just need to show one. If you're trying to sell mirrors, don't make it look like you only sell one mirror. Not just the mirrors, but the tiles. Those kind of... Finger uh, tiles. I, not just the style, but the actual same tiles mm. in Marie and James and Ben Clyde. Oh, they borrowed... T- the like, oatmeal, The oatmeal, bloody. like, kind of yeah. Subway yeah. What's ones. the name? Yum. Yum. Yeah, yum. Anything. <laughs> it really is lunchtime. It is lunchtime. Oh, me mum. Me mum. <laughs> I forgot about me mum. I forgot about me mum. If you got a lunch Off date. you. No, she's she's dropping me off. Grand by Noel McCarthy <laughs> to give to Joe to read before we go to Noel McCarthy. Oh right, she's got to do some cream. Good, like that's such good, nice, like reading a book and then go to like what a nice. Not person. only that, but getting a local councillor to drop it off for you. Mm. To she do, is do, available do for all constituents drop-offs in the area. I think so. <laughs> Her number's online. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Mum once texted, oh, I shouldn't say this. No, go on. She accidentally texted a constituent, because people do text her, like, just stuff about pavements and whatnot. And she texted, can you buy some Q-tips to just, like, a random... I have this exact wow. story. You <laughs> do. <laughs> but uh, I texted um, the Simon Bridges podcast producer, have you got any skills? <laughs> <laughs> this was so amazing. She sent me the greatest. But the best bit was... Um, he immediately replied with a picture of skewers, not from like Google, that, but on his own kitchen bench. But like immediately. Immediately. Amazing. Yeah. When Jane told me that story, he himself, the producer, was in the room and he just <laughs> gave me the eyebrows and was like, I had the skewers ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> he so knew happy. what he was doing. Such a monster move. <laughs> just, you can't really do any better than that. No. You know? Um, okay, Quinn and Ben. Well, I just want to mention Marty. So grumpy. I know we've touched oh. on it, but he is just... The worm has turned. <laughs> mm. It's so, so weird to so see grumpy. a grumpy Scotsman as mm. well. Like, persistent grump. Because a real pissed off Scottish person is actually quite scary. Oh, I think. It's very scary. <laughs> when they're, like, kicking off. <laughs> yeah, because they know how to give you the bash. The, oh, the Glasgow smile. Yeah. <laughs> but the wolf is also being... He's really trolling him. And he's mm. real smug. I forget how smug the wolf can get. And Marty just feels like every time Wolf Camp comes up to have a look at the house, he's got it's just nothing but negative. I can't do the accent. You can. It's all negative. I'm busting my arse here. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> so, but credit to Wolfie, because drama's got to come from somewhere. Like a little bit of, yeah, like you're not allowed to do, you know, you've got... COVID or the flu or whatever, you know, they're really trying, but they're, oh, you've got COVID, I'll just do all of your stuff for you. The interpersonal dynamic between them is too nice. This is a competition. I know. Mm. Gosh that's, damn it. That's shocker. Also, let's talk about the COVID because it it almost felt like they've been symptomatic for days. I mean, Adam definitely has been Adam symptomatic for days. Dead. They, I, I, the eye test says they've all got COVID. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and also, from having COVID, my own personal anecdotal experience, I can tell you, you can be symptomatic a long time before it shows up positive on the test. So going to the doctor and having the doctor go, nah, it's just a cold, to be fair, I think that's a little bit sort of negligent on the doctor's behalf to just like be like, I can decisively tell you that because you had a negative rat this morning and you've not got a temperature that it's not COVID. Mm. But then did they tell them they still had to isolate for two days or was that what what released them? Also, Chloe was told to isolate. She immediately went around talking to a bunch of people without a mask on. Yeah. She she shouldn't get told off by the health and safety officer. Also, Adam made some uh, drawers or similar. Right. You know, like, he's supposed to be resting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's the, a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So I feel like maybe someone in production was like, all these people got colds. Maybe on the show we should address that and show we're doing something. Or or was it like, we need some drama. We can't rely solely on, on Wolfie. We, we actually will need to sort of take this 
we've got plausible deniability about the colds and the flu-like symptoms. Because I actually think that, that was doing the right thing, but I think they enjoyed the fact that they got to have a little sure. bit of dramatic. I mm. want to get Susie Wiles on the blower and just ask her, is it the kind of recommended health gu- guidelines to isolate someone who's symptomatic about four days after they've got symptoms for, like, tell them they're being isolated for two days but send them immediately to the doctor, in the car with someone else, by the way, and then have the doctor go, oh, seems fine, and then immediately just go back and hit the tools again? I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I'm pretty sure she'll say absolutely, yep, that's that's, that's right. (laughs) I've done it again. Aggregated (laughs) immediately. (laughs) When are we going to talk about the Poetry Slam? (laughs) Right now. Because once again, under Marie and James... As a headline, literally nothing written. <gasps> no! Okay, Marie and James, to their credit this week, charging crystals charging under crystals, the full yeah. moon. I might have skipped that bit. That was an interesting moment, I thought. That was an interesting insight into Marie, the way she operates. Mm. She charged crystals in her own season, she said, and under the blood moon, and then fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, just didn't charge them enough. <laughs> so she's yeah. sort of refining her She's just working strategy. on it, yeah. yeah okay. But I quite liked it. Um, not into crystals myself, but... Good on you. Also, the only uh, my only other note beyond the crystals was the fact I think that this was peak pillow. She had the most pillows I've ever seen on a bed. How many are we talking? I, I, it was at least nine. They've all got so many. But this was like it was half the bed. They were just stacked. That's, it was like it was a pillow show. Yeah, that's normal. Why is it normal? It's the worst trend. How many have you got on your bed? Four. How many on yours? I've got four pillows and three cushions. Okay, oh, so that's crazy. I've got six cushions? pillows, two cushions. Six? Why are you two doing euros? That? I hear. What's display, going on? Two displays, one sleeping, one sleep, two sleeping ones, and then two cushions. Six pillows and one cushion. Jesus Christ! What's wrong with me? And yeah. do you sleep on three pillows? No, oh, I sleep you take on them off. two of them. Do you use? I use one as a one of my two pillows. As a cuddle pillow. As a cuddle buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Yeah, well, you I thought you were using Nikki's pregnancy No, I used to. I used to. That's I didn't know that before you guys gave it to me, that you'd used it. It's Duncan's special pillow. <laughs> I ended up with Duncan's special pillow. Can we give and that to you? I, yeah, and I, I think I passed, feel bad about that. I think I passed it on to Carrie Ann. <laughs> How old is Rivy? <laughs> that, that thing's been around. That's seen crazy. Some things. Um, it's got, yeah. <laughs> that could come to life okay. with all the, yeah. all, the, all the different skin in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, poetry slam. This was a challenge. Uh, well, block stars is gone. RIP. I have a theory. I wonder maybe if they were like, oh, COVID, maybe yeah. we shouldn't have. But they, they had quite last... a few people in that pub. <laughs> Didn't they do it and last None of them year? were wearing. Yeah, they did. I don't know. Look, someone had an idea somewhere in production, and there's a story you can read on the spinoff. I talked to the big honcho in slam poetry in New Zealand about how they've awarded out they've awarded the biggest prize in poetry ever on the block NZ. Yeah. Ten grand for ninety seconds of slam poetry. And uh, he thinks and he thinks it's great. Okay. Oh like like He was, was like this is positive for the for oh, slam. Before. The slam community is That's a really behind community. the block. Did you done the story? Yeah it's really, it'll be on the site in seven minutes. I have That's a question. Clever. Thank you. Story ideation. What yeah. is slam poetry by definition? Well, I can tell you. Because I think people, he said it's like often people think it's like has to be kind of wrapped or has to be done off the cuff. Like a beat, like a beat. That's what I think. Like, Who's yeah. Um, ben Fagan. Mm. He runs Motif Poetry in Wellington. Um, it is simply a format, not, not a genre, like not a form itself. So the format of slam is the night, is a slam poetry <gasps> night where people show up and you have to deliver an original poem, it has to be under three minutes, and no props, no costumes is key. Oh. A key role in the slam poetry world. Because in normal poetry, do you have props and cosies? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. It's supposed to <laughs> be they, just about the performance and the words, performance. Not You can't be distracting people by dressing up as your husband or wife so how or do you de- define dressing up? Because what if, like, Every, yeah, being, well, for example, mostly dresses as Luigi... But at what point does that stop being dressing up and just start being his outfit? Well, they changed outfits about 17 times in their poem, so I think that you could probably, even as someone... Mm. So this was a perversion of the form. It was a perversion. And the other key thing on slam nights, which I didn't know, is that five people from the audience who often have never been before are chosen as the judges. So it's not expert judged. It's judged by the audience who have paddles. And the idea was that it was supposed to democratise poetry and make it fun and interesting and bring in people from the bar who might be chilling... 
So it's like actually quite different to what I thought. I thought I it was this. this very like highfalutin kind of yeah. serious, smoky bar, um, cheese cutter guy, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, hmm. of all the challenges that have ever been on the block, I think I could have done this one, and I think I could have won this one. Mm. Wow. Did you hear me just then? Just yeah. riffing. Mm. Yeah, do you want to just freestyle? No, no I don't want to freestyle. No. But Should we all write a block slam poem yes. and read it out next week? Yes. Oh, no. And then I here can judge? Yes. This is such a bad idea. Because <laughs> you're really good at it. You are. You're going to well, win. I have, yeah, I you're going to win. I'm just like looking. Did you say you've already done one? I've already done my maths one, remember? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it was great. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing myself to the block contestants mm. who performed not to Alex Casey. Slam poet, poet extraordinaire. Poet. Yeah. Extraordinaire, yeah. 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 God, I went to Wellington once. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not we do a competition, I would still like to hear Alex's poem. Yeah, I think well. you're going to do one regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, already, it's already taken shape. Can I just ask if you'd like to hear my, mine? Because you didn't. I say. would, I would, but I don't have a precedent to hold it against because you haven't done one on the pod. That was a good save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it literally class act. Eh? Yeah, no one wants to hear your poem, Duncan. <laughs> oh my god, no, that's fair. <laughs> I actually think the fold is slam poetry in a way now that oh I know. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I know what it the criteria is. For the, for the slam poem. Yeah. <laughs> Except it has to be three minutes long. That's true. My intro has to be five to nine minutes. So, I mean, you are already the most professional amongst us. Most accomplished. Wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> Just play a little bit of jazz behind the, <laughs> behind the fold monologue. Or, or the uh, the Fresh Prince of Ballet theme music you yeah. can play behind you. I wondered from a copyright perspective, are you allowed to take the rhythm of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air That's theme real. tune, even if, if you don't have the music? Like, would, it's just an, it's an interesting idea. I would say so, because don't you have to just change things up by 15%? No, so that like, would be an interpolation. I think that's an interesting edge case. It's pretty heavy. It, mm. It's um, pretty relevant to when the estate of Marvin Gaye took Pharrell and Robin Thicke to court because they oh. were trying to say that they appropriated the groove. Oh, the, the, it was like the feel oh. of it. The feel eh? of yeah. wow. uh, Got To Give It Up for and did, it, song. did it work? Did they win? They did, they did win that yeah. case, oh. yeah. But that, that, that's... Kind they, of, they, that sort of changed everything. That was a huge, that was an yeah, overreach, I yeah. think. I think they defined it as like quite a few different things, not just the rhythm, but also, yeah, the feel, the energy, lots of things that hadn't been wow. defined legally before. Can't wait till some other podcasters start po- podcasting in a chat form, and I'm going to be like, that is the feel and the energy of the real pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give us, give yeah. us all your money. <laughs> uh, so any thoughts on everyone's slam poetry, by the way? Well, Ben and Quinn, obviously, they did the gender swap, the drag. I thought they both looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quinn is Ben in particular, the um, eyebrows. I, and when they did that in the moments and they were like having serious, again, it's a bit like the, the Ben, the other Ben is Luigi. Um, forgetting who's in costume, they did some sort of similar stuff when they were talking about, I think it was, um, there were some weird accusations in Ben and Chloe's poem about people being up after curfew mm. and talked about house one and house three. And so there was like Ben sitting there being like, oh, prove it. And you know, and like they're, they're, they're wearing their outfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, I like when they're like, there's a phantom pooer in the neighborhood. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> I love their obsession with the Phantom Pooh, and it's something that we don't see a lot of on the show, really. But it, it seems to be a big thing in their lives. Like it, the poem suggested that they actually got the portaloo moved from outside their house because the stench was so bad. How unrelatable to be obsessed with a Phantom Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> something I, just, I can't understand. They're the real part. They are the real part. And that actually makes me feel good. <laughs> like if, if we're if they're the real pod, then we're Quinn and Ben, and I would take that every single day. Mm. Um, just, uh, just slightly away from Slam Poetry, because I've just realised we haven't really talked about the fact that I know you mentioned at the top that they're winning. They've won four rooms. They're winning a lot, and I think even at the end of bathroom family bathroom week, they were almost embarrassed to have won for the third time in a row. Is it? How would you be if you were winning every room? Would you feel stink about it or would you be... I'd feel bad, but it'd also be insufferable. Yeah. Like, so insufferable. I wouldn't be able to hold it in. I feel like I'd be giving money away. I'd feel so bad about it. Oh, no, none of that. Alex is texting mum. No. Sorry, I've just realised, I think I said something problematic in the article. <laughs> I need to get it amended. 
That, that's also a real okay. well part. Well, let's just, let's just <laughs> by the time you see the article, it will be fixed. You'll never even yeah, know. Yeah, or, or I'm cancelled and uh, I've got the notes apology already up <laughs> somewhere. It's all developing in real time. Um, okay, uh, Stacey and Adam this week. Stacey has no voice. She's still got no voice. I like when she's no. like, the doctor said it. It's a throat. It was a lemon and honey or it's throat cancer. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I'm like getting really Do you stressful. want to know my remedy? <laughs> lemon and honey, it'll disappear in a week or it's throat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Adam has to isolate for five minutes, um, even though he is honestly very, very ill. Mm. Uh, what else happened? Um, she got proper upset about the Game Changer Challenge, which was the... Um, what was the game oh, changer? Rifle around in some cat food and find a yeah. screw. <laughs> <laughs> she was really upset that she didn't she didn't win it and was really worried that Ben and Quinn were gonna steal money off them. That's and then right. and then this then this whole kind of weird negotiation thing. Oh happening. yeah, and they were talking about like their season and how well they didn't win any money. Yeah, so they should take it off Marine James because they won so much money at the auction of their season. Yeah, I don't know. I think you you got to take, treat each season as isolated because it's its own thing. Yeah, you can't start talking about the outside world no. and be like, "Well, how many assets do you have? No. You know, what, where, show me your portfolio." <laughs> but my favorite part of all this week was that real funny edit right at the beginning, where Adam was saying, "Look, you know, we've taken Stacey to the doctor, and she's they've just said, you know, she's got to stop talking. She's got to stop talking." And they had this whole like five minutes of Stacey just saying good morning and hello in about fourteen different languages. <laughs> so funny, just talking constantly, no one prompting her. And she just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah, I it was very it was cute. I love Stacey. I think I she's love incredibly her. funny. She really is. <laughs> Whenever she's alone in the car, just like rocking out. That's <laughs> <laughs> Andrew WK. What, what, what do you think? It was all right that they didn't let Moran James play their game changer. I think he didn't let them play it because he knew it wouldn't have made any difference. I actually think he was doing them a solid. Oh, you think that was? Oh. No. Yeah, they still wouldn't have won. Yeah, they wouldn't have won, but. There, were, there was just, because uh, I'm just like desperate for there to be some tension anywhere. And I was like, well, could this be? And it, it wasn't. No. What was it? So Mark was like, I've touched the board. Yeah. yeah. Therefore. Well, no, I think someone else said that they couldn't. Someone else suggested they couldn't. I think it might have been. Um, Production. No, no, no. I think it might have been uh, Stacey, Stacey and Adam, Adam who were like, hang on, we had to make that decision on the spot. Mm. And now you're saying that they can, you know. And so it's like, nope, fair enough. But I think he looked at the scores and went, Right, fair enough. Let, yeah, let Marie right. James keep their, keep their minus one or whatever it is. Um, Another great Stacey moment when she was about to go out shopping and she demanded a kiss from Adam. She's like, are you going to kiss me? And you can do it better than me. <laughs> are you going to kiss me? Yeah. And then she's like, what if I die? What if I die? <laughs> very relatable again. I feel like they've... I, I, I love their relationship. I find it very <laughs> relatable. <laughs> I think if someone's saying to you, kiss me because I might be about to die, it's kind of a reason why you might not want to kiss them because you don't really want whatever it is they've got. Throat cancer's not contagious. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Well, can I just say, this isn't related to any of the individuals, but the, they played this music just before the, the end of Tools Down, you know, to get people excited. Did you notice? <laughs> It's so weird, and I was just like, "What is this reminding me of?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's Jazz and Superhands band <laughs> from Big Show." Oh my god! Which has got like a hundred different names. <laughs> it's very yeah. specific, but like it's it's this like fake music <laughs> kind of. But it's just such a specific sound. But I swear to God, it's honestly worth going back and listening to it. Like, who decided that that was appropriate music? And how does it exist in the world? Because that is literally the only time I've ever heard music that terrible. Was, was like Jason Superman just having a time in a caravan. This is outrageous. <laughs> contagious. Yeah. yeah, that was you were expecting that kind of extemporization on top. I have a controversial thing to talk about because I have poo-pooed it in the past, but now I'm on board. The Ben and Chloe sexual tension. (gasps) Thank you. When they were doing that sleepyhead partner content and they were in the bed together, I was like... They just stand really close whenever they're being shot, even if they don't need to, even if it's not like an arranged thing, they stand really close. Are they partnered up? She is. I don't Mm. know about him. Mm. Okay. Just so, just just observations that they've got some chemistry there. That's yeah. all you're saying. No, that's, yeah, that's all I'm saying. And also, they do so much sexual innuendo all the time. So and much. And their entire slam poem. 
I feel <laughs> so validated by this because I thought people were just like thought that I was bad for think, but I was just like these are just observations. I think it's fine. We're not saying they're doing anything. I'm just saying you know there's there's chemistry there. It yeah. Crackles. Do you think that whoever wrote Sweet Violets the song would have a case to sue them for following that same kind of? Do you know the song? No. There once was a farmer who took a young miss and back of a barn where he gave her a lecture on horses and chickens and eggs. Is that public domain? That's oh. sort of... And told her that she had such beautiful manners and so, and so it goes on. Wow. Like that's what the, the, the little switching out. Filthy. But yeah. is, that, is that an old Filthy. one? Or that's an that... old one. That's one so that like, my dad domain. used to sing to me. Public domain? Public I don't domain? know how... Nine threes. <laughs> Don't know. Do, I know. do you think we're about to get sued plus because of my 20, absolutely plus seventy? Plus fifty, I think. Plus fifty. Yeah. But I think they might have gone up to plus seventy with that EU trade deal. Uh-huh. That was when the facts changed. <laughs> do you think that I just got us cancelled? Like we've just like I've just bottomed out the whole company because I sang a copyrighted song. That so you, well. but you attributed so it so well. You said the, you well, know, we'll have to give them all of the income from this podcast. Oh my god, we sunk. What's the song from called? This episode? Sweet violets. Sweet you violets. definitely can't play it. You just, definitely can't play it. No, I won't play it. Public domain. Okay. Well, I think we might just wrap up this episode now. Yeah, no, it's finished. It's done. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you, Ti. Here, you've done a sterling job of providing both snacks and production. <laughs> thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Alex. Dinah Shaw. Yeah, that's uh, the one. Oh uh, yeah. Sweet violets, sweeter than the roses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> now she's there. Now she's there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> 1951. What does that mean? Well, unless she immediately good? died. Yeah. Then we're no oh, we good. don't know. We don't know if she did or not. I mean, someone knows, but it's not me. Okay, mm. anyway, that is actually, this now is the end of our podcast. We did it. Thanks to everyone for everything. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say? Perhaps speech you didn't get to do at the Voyages? Um, no, I was actually glad I didn't win because I didn't know I was in one of the big speech ca- speech ones. Who did win? Simon Wilson. And, oh. and hats off to him. Did not yeah. Simon Wilson win both your Oh, he yeah. might have. He did. Yeah. We, yeah. That's why I sent you the text that said Simon Bloody Wilson. Oh. Kevin Bloody Wilson as well. Well, that's, that was a play on oh. that. that was, I don't get it. Do, it's fine. Young. It's you're too beautiful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We're off now. Thank you. Hooray! Hooray! Kia ora e te iwi. Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.